Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Champumogyong. Champumogyong, Book 5 Expansion of the Providential Foundation and the Annual Mottos Section 5 God's Day Significance and Background Truparents proclaimed the historic God's Day at the original Champadong Headquarters Church in Seoul on January 1, 1968. They made the foundation for this by victoriously concluding their first seven-year course. During that seven-year period, they inaugurated Parents' Day, Children's Day, and Day of All Things. On that New Year's Day in 1968, the eighth year since True Parents' holy wedding that was given with God's blessing, True Father said that God's day is a day of joy when God could begin to realize his ideal of creation and to securely settle on earth for the first time in human history. Parents' Day, Children's Day, and Day of All Things have already been set up, but not God's day. God created heaven and earth, but he was never able to welcome even one day when he could rejoice in heaven and on earth. This is why I am establishing God's day today, on January 1, 1968. January 1, 1968 was the day we celebrated the first time God could settle on earth. It was the day God could begin to unite the spirit world and unite the earthly world, centering on his love. We call the ones who made this parent-child relationship centering on God's love, true parents. January 1, 1968 became the day God had been hoping to see on earth, the day when his ideal of creation would be realized. It is the day when he was able to come to earth for the first time in history through Adam and Eve becoming one body centered on God's love. This is God's day. Therefore, even though opposition from the world still exists, it was a day of happiness and goodness when God could rejoice for the first time since the beginning of history, even since the creation of the world. Looking into the motivation for establishing God's day that God had maintained throughout history, that day did not appear in 1968 simply because the Unification Church inaugurated it. That day already existed in God's ideal before God created heaven and earth. Although it had not yet manifested, it existed in God's ideal of creation. God's day was supposed to emerge naturally when God would be able to appear in glory and reign over all creation. Therefore, God began creating all beings with that hope in his heart. According to the Bible, after seeing all the creations that he had made, God said, it was very good. The reason he said it was very good is because once God's day was established, all beings would become the object partners of his love. On that day, God wanted to praise and exalt the creation. The reason the Bible states that God rejoiced and praised his work of creation is because God said those words based on God's day. After God created Adam and Eve, what would have been God's motivation to bless them and place the creation under their command and dominion? God longed to experience the day when Adam and Eve, as his direct children, would form a family that would attend him. It was in expectation of this day that God waited to bless Adam and Eve. Until that day came, the joy and glory that would remain eternally could not exist in reality. What did I do during the first seven-year course? I had to sever completely any and every relationship by which Satan could possibly invade the true family. With the goal of securing that family that God could freely visit, before the beginning of 1968, I had to stand in the position representing the people, the nation, and the world, and identify all the potential conditions, internal and external, by which Satan could accuse my family. 
At the same time, I had to indemnify internally and all at once what Adam's family, Noah's family, Abraham's family could not accomplish, and what Moses and Jesus could not accomplish in the course of providential history. Jesus and his followers could not do this, and for this reason, Christians walked the course of the cross for 2,000 years. We had to indemnify this course internally and substantially as well. I accomplished this in the first seven-year course. Having completed all my work by the end of 1967, I established the first God's Day on January 1st, 1968. In the secular world, people celebrate their birthdays and wedding anniversaries, but without celebrating God's Day, we are not actually entitled to celebrate those days. The only reason we are given leave to celebrate them in God's sight is because we also celebrate days of higher purpose, such as the days commemorating national independence and days commemorating humankind's struggle on the world level. Among the latter are Labor Day and International Women's Day, which seeks for women's liberation. God could use those days as a means to find and establish God's day, because those days of celebration do not exist for the sake of their own joy. Rather, they are necessary and instrumental as conditional days of celebration in the process of finding God's day. Yet none of those days are days of celebration in the true sense. The supreme day for human beings to celebrate is actually God's day. If humankind lacks a day to celebrate God, and a day when God himself can be happy, then humankind should not celebrate any memorial days, no matter how good they are. Nevertheless, if you celebrate a good and happy day while hoping and wishing for the future day of joy for God, then those celebrations can be accepted. Do you know what God's day is? My wife's heart toward me as her husband must not change, no matter how much the world criticizes and opposes me. Her resolution to go the same path that her husband was taking cannot change. Eve fell because she did not trust God. Therefore, mother had to be so steadfast that God could trust her. Also, she had to be a woman whom her husband could trust 100%. Because Eve ruined Adam, women throughout history were seen as untrustworthy. Mother successfully completed the first seven-year course after our holy wedding. Thereby, God could trust mother 100%, and I could trust her 100%. On that condition, I was able to establish God's day. That took place in 1968. God's day could be established for the first time because mother and I together established the foundation for a decisive victory over Satan's world, internally and externally. If the original Adam and Eve had formed such a love connection with God, God's day would have started in the Garden of Eden. Instead, I could proclaim God's day only after the end of the first seven-year course. At that time, true parents' relationship attained the standard of perfection, fully in accord with God's love. God's Day was inaugurated based on this foundation. The beginning of this new family, centered on God's love, after the establishment of God's Day, is the same as if Adam and Eve's family had not fallen in the Garden of Eden, but had married as a mature couple that formed a loving relationship centered on God's blessing. Satan cannot attack or undermine this. We are entering the age of the family realm, in which we carry the authority of heaven and control the archangel. With this, a new era has begun. God had dreamed and hoped to see God's day, when the original human ancestors would have stood at the level of perfection. Even the original world of creation hoped to see that day. Having created all things, God hoped to see God's day, when their purpose of creation would be realized. All these days would have been fulfilled on the day Adam and Eve realized the purpose of their blessing. That day would have been the starting point for Adam and Eve to stand as the good ancestors of humankind. 
That day should have been the first day these two human beings became one body, connected to the life of God. However, Adam and Eve separated from God and became evil ancestors who inherited connection to a different entity. The fall of Adam and Eve separated them from God, and they inherited Satan's lineage, becoming evil ancestors. Only when we, true parents, overcame all the sorrowful conditions created by Adam and Eve, stepped up to the position of goodness, and made a new beginning centered on God's love while newly connected to his lineage, were we able to establish God's day. God's Dominion With the proclamation of God's day, true parents declared that for the first time in human history, there was a foundation for Satan's world to be restored to the dominion of God, and that God would be able to reign over his children and all created things. The proclamations of God's day, parents' day, Children's Day and the Day of All Things were the basis for establishing God's ownership, which Satan had usurped at the time of the fall. God's Day could be inaugurated on the foundation of true parents completing their first seven-year course. In the midst of death and surrounded by evil, God has carried out his providence of salvation. God had lost the foundation through which he could directly reign over the creation. God had intended that Adam and Eve would be the loving owners of the creation. Since God placed Adam and Eve in the position of the owners of love over all things of creation, which were made by love, if Adam and Eve and all things of creation had become one, God would have been able to reign over them directly. However, because human beings, the intended center of all things, failed to become one with God's love, but instead united with Satan, God lost the foundation to directly reign. Satan usurped that foundation, and this world was established based on the relationships of Satan's world while relationships with God were severed. God's work ever since has been to put this world back into order in accordance with the principle of creation. It took seven years after the Holy Wedding for God's day to be inaugurated. True parents had to go a seven-year course. The place where we can meet God is within the realm of his direct dominion. To get to where we could be connected to God centering on love, we had to go over the level of the number 10, passing through the three stages of the realm of dominion based on accomplishments through the principle. It took seven years to reach that day. After our holy wedding in 1960, while guiding you, my children, I made the holy days. After passing through seven years at the start of the eighth year on January 1st, 1968, we finally established God's Day. Now, we have the foundation to expand our mission to the world. The Unification Church can now expand to become a world-level religion. Due to the fall of the first human ancestors, we lost the path to where human beings and God can meet each other. After finding the family that was lost and then, by establishing God's day on January 1st, 1968, we entered the realm of God's direct dominion. This is a position that has nothing to do with Adam and Eve's fall. Even the archangel must completely surrender to this. Since we have restored through indemnity the standard of the elder son on Satan's side and established the standard of the elder son on God's side, now, even Satan himself must surrender completely. Until 1967, Abel had to bring Cain to surrender. That was the time that God had to bring restoration through indemnity by sacrificing people whom he loved. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.